With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Leach Report Radio Network presents Kentucky Bank Sunday Morning Sports Talk on 630 WLAP. Interact with the show by calling 859-280-CATS. That's 859-280-2287. Now, with Larry Vaught and Anthony White, here's Curtis Birch. Welcome back in Kentucky Bank Sunday Morning Sports Talk. I'm Curtis Birch with Anthony White, Larry Vaught, Bo Robinson back at the studio making it all happen. And we are now joined by Coach Brian Coleman. He leads the Summit High School football program and is the coach of the Keaton Twins, or the uh, the Keaton, uh, the Twins, Keaton and Destin Wade, easy for me to say. Um, and uh, we're happy to have him on. Uh, coach, thanks for joining us this morning. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Um, uh, the, the first question I think everybody probably has about these, these two guys is, how do you tell them apart? Uh, well, easier now. One of them got their hair cut. So. <laughs> but, uh, but, they're, but they're easy. I mean, we've been around them for four years now, so we can definitely tell them apart. I think definitely now with the haircuts. But before, I think certain people knew. Uh, they're not that identical, I don't believe. Yeah. Uh, Keaton's a little bit bigger also, So uh, although Destin don't want to admit that. But, uh, but you can definitely tell them apart now for sure. Keaton uh, is a outside linebacker. Um, and Destin is, is playing playing quarterback for you guys. He's listed as an athlete on a lot of the recruiting services. Both of these are, are four star are guys. How how do you deal with such high profile recruitments as a as a high school coach? How do you help help those guys in those situations? Well, it's been different. I'll tell you that. I mean, this is the first time that in our high school that we've had such a you know such a high high star guys. I mean, but. Uh, but with these young men, it's been easy for me to promote just because they're such good kids, man. There's there's nothing to hide. I mean, their grades are good, family's great, great attitudes. I mean, just they just I mean those like I told Larry before, they'll stick their head in the office and then you know goof around. But good thing about them, they've got that switch. When they flip that switch, and when it's game day or it's time to practice or it's time to be serious, they are serious. And then they're leaders. So it's all it's just awesome. It's just been easy for me to promote them and then just talk to all the college coaches and things like that. Uh, well, there's nothing to hide. I mean, absolutely nothing. Brian, I appreciate you taking the time to be with us, and I've still got friends down in your area that are shaking their heads. They can't believe that Kentucky got these guys away from <laughs> Tennessee. Kind of tell folks a little bit about what Kentucky did right in recruiting, in your mind, to help draw the weights up to Lexington. Well, I think I think Kentucky was the first one to show me any kind of attention. Uh, I mean, you know, Coach Walt Wells back when he was on Kentucky staff, he he brought them up before COVID even. So, uh, so they got to tour, got to tour the the facilities there before COVID hit. And uh, 
like I, I've said many times, he started measuring them, and and you know the the wingspan and the and the weight, and then just the way they look was uh, you know on the elite level. So uh, that kind of got the word out to people, and Kentucky was their first offer. And I'm telling you, since day one, you know they fell in love with the place, they fell in love with the coaches. So uh, you know, I mean, a lot of people, other people have uh, have recruited them, some big time schools, but Kentucky's always been always been one of their top picks. So uh, and you know, I think. Keaton was always a higher recruit than Destin. Well, Destin had a great year at quarterback for us, and, uh, you know, he knew going into his junior year the things that he needed to work on as far as reading defenses instead of throwing the ball with accuracy and stuff like that, protecting the football. And because his sophomore year, we used him a lot as a running quarterback uh, just because he's a heck of an athlete. But this year, you know, he'd sit in the pocket, he'd go through his reads. If he needed to run, he was one heck of an athlete when he didn't run. So, uh when Destin got better in the recruitment, you know, I think Kentucky held on to him. And I think Kentucky's going to give him a shot at quarterback. And I think that's what he's always wanted. Just just give him a shot. I know he's listed as an athlete, but I think, you know, he wants to play quarterback. He wants to give it a shot at least, and then they're willing to give him that shot. And if it don't turn out, then put him at Dagum outside linebacker, put him at free safety, put him at wide receiver, and he's still going to make plays for sure. Well, you know, hey, I can remember when there's a – with that being said, is there any any point that they both weren't going to school together, say that uh, Keaton was uh, on Kentucky's radar because of the kind of defense we run and Destin wanted to play quarterback? Was Is there any or was there any opportunity that they would have been separated and chose two different destinations? I think at the beginning. I think at the beginning when Keaton was getting the bigger offers. I mean, Keaton got, got an LSU and Michigan and stuff like that, uh, you know, and and that was right when LSU was coming off their national championship. So, in, you know, in, so in a lot of people's eyes, those were the better offers. Uh, but like I said, then when Destin started getting better and started getting the bigger offers also, they're saying, okay, yeah, we can play D1. We can play at a high level. We can play in SEC together. So why not let's do that? So as, as Destin came along, I think the bigger schools started calling him and then Keaton both, Destin both were like, yeah, we can play together in the SEC, so let's just go ahead and do that. So I think that's what, that's what led to that decision. Brian, tell folks just what kind of size they have, because I think we see their see them usually in pictures together, and sometimes it's kind of hard, I think, for people to appreciate their size, and also a little bit about their speed. Uh, well, Keaton's 6'5", 225. Destin's probably 6'4", 215. Uh, you know, they're going to run. They're really long. Uh, if you see Keaton, if you see Keaton at running back, he's a lot like Derrick Henry. He's not going to burn. He's not a 4'3", 4'4", guy. He's probably about a 4'6", guy. He's going to probably going to let you catch up to him so he can stiff on your tail when he, when you're behind him. He can stiff on you and push you down. Uh, I mean, just big long wingspan, like I said before. Uh, I mean, we had our liftathon, which is our you know we we lift weights, we max out in front of in front of parents and family and friends and stuff like that. And they both power hang. I'm sorry, they both hang clean two seventy five, and I shut them down after that. So they are very very explosive, very very explosive young men, and to have that length. And still do that lift uh, appropriately, and, and that much weight is just—it's awesome to see. Coach Brian Coleman joining us. He leads the Summit High School uh, football program in in Tennessee, and coaches Keaton and Destin Wade, the UK uh, football commits. Um, along those lines, what about their their kind of mentality as as football players? I think it is always interesting. When you got a pair of brothers and one plays offense and one plays defense, well, I mean, 
But it's the same mentality. I mean, because Destin did play a lot of did play a lot of defense. We so we won the state championship last year, and you know throughout the season, I really didn't want to have Destin on defense. But when you get into the later later rounds of the playoffs, you know we we figure well he gives us the best shot to win. So uh, so we put him at safety. So he does have that defensive mentality also. Now uh, Keaton, uh, well, see last year he had a little foot injury uh, and didn't play until the last few rounds of the playoffs. So. Uh, he just played defense in the in the playoffs, uh, but the year before he played a lot of offense for us. It was it was awesome to see. Uh, one of the bigger plays we had two years ago was a speed option where Destin pitched the ball to Keaton, and then Destin actually became the lead blocker for him. So that was wow. pretty awesome to see uh, on that on that play. And one of the bigger plays for us all year is in the is in the semifinals to win a big huge football game. Well, they're just incredible athletes, and and again, I know Tennessee. It wasn't a case that, like some guys, Kentucky's got out of Tennessee that Tennessee maybe didn't go after me. Tennessee made both of these uh, guys priorities, didn't they, Brian? They did, yes, sir. They did, uh, and I don't, and I really don't know the deciding factor. I, like I said, from the day, I think they just fell in love with Kentucky from the start. Uh, Tennessee was was highly on them. They were. You know, they were going after him big time. They were zooming. Their decision was. I mean, I didn't even know their decision until uh, I went in the locker room to get their, their four hats. You know, they put the hats on the table, do all the spiel. Uh, I walked in the locker room, and they were. They said, Coach, let me try on these hats real quick. And they tried on those Kentucky hats, and they started smiling. So I think they, you know, they just wanted to show me what who they were choosing before they actually chose. So, uh, you know, as I'm, I'm said, I'm happy for you guys. Uh you know, I've, I've talked to a lot of coaches. I know Kentucky will treat them right, and I, you know, they'll give them a shot to play and and uh, a rising program for sure. So, you know, I I don't, and you know, I I never really asked. You know, what really was it? So I, I don't want to bother. They've been bothered enough by people. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just making sure they're taken care of and make sure they're happy. Hey, coach, I want to ask. I get a little personal. I'm a little personal, but. I, I did hear you say Destin wanted to play a quarterback. That's his first love. I made that same decision going to college, defense or offense. Uh, it seems as if Tennessee probably had a bigger need at the quarterback position after the season they had last year. Their covers may have been a little bit more bare than Kentucky. Uh, was that ever something you guys discussed as far as, you know, already in Tennessee, playing at home? They, it looks like they need more quarterback help than Kentucky does. If that's what's his true passion to play quarterback, yeah, I'm not really sure that Tennessee would give. I mean, you know, you hear from a lot of people, and and the kids got a feel on it. I'm not really sure that Tennessee was going to give Destin uh, that shot at quarterback. You know what I mean? I don't. I he he didn't feel like he he felt like they'd never really committed to say, okay, you get a shot at quarterback. So you know, I, and that may have just been his gut feeling. So I. I don't know if that was maybe a deciding factor. Like you said, I thought Tennessee needed some quarterback play. Uh, I just saw this week that they got that transfer in from Michigan, so you know maybe they didn't make him a priority at quarterback. You know after they got that kid in, so I really know. You know, like I said, who knows what goes on with these college coaches? Uh, but I, maybe that was one of the deciding factors. Maybe Destin just didn't feel like he was going to get that shot, uh, and and I feel like Kentucky was, and 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 that's really what he wanted. Coach, we uh, we really appreciate your time. Um, congratulations! I know it's a it's always uh, a big time accomplishment to to have guys 
get commitments to big time football programs. So I, I know that you're, I'm sure you're so proud of, of both those guys and good luck on your football season next year with those two guys. Oh, no doubt. I mean, we, you know, it's, it's just huge for our program. We're only, our school is only 10 years old. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, we won the state championship last year and, and these guys are a big part of it. So, you know, when they did this commitment, we just made a big deal out of it. Just yeah. so many people like them and, and care about them. So, I mean, they filled up the gym, and we had it streaming. So, uh, you know, it's big time for our program. It's big time for our kids to see, you know, kids that work hard and it pays off. And uh, and we're just happy for them for sure. And, and we're happy Kentucky's got them, and I'm ready to go watch the football games. He is Coach, uh, Coach Brian Coleman of Summit High School out of Tennessee. Thank you for your time, Coach. Look forward to talking to you in the future. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thank you, man. I appreciate you. All right, that was it. That's, it's exciting times. You can tell he he's... He's very excited about those two players, and I know the U.K. football staff is excited about them as well, getting the commitment from those two two guys. We're going to get to a break and continue the football conversations. We're going to talk some NFL draft, uh, which happens this week. I'm Curtis Birch with Larry Vaught, Anthony White, Bo Robinson. You're listening to Kentucky Bank Sunday Morning Sports Talk. Welcome back in. Kentucky Bank Sunday Morning Sports Talk. Curtis Birch, Anthony White. Larry Vautbo Robinson back in the studio making it all happen. Got a tweet at Sunday AM Sports earlier in the show asking, what are you guys hearing about Landon Young and Drake Jackson's draft status? Sounds like Landon is climbing. That is 100% accurate from what I have read online. Landon, pre-pro day through my unofficial analysis of the internet, was lifted, listed as uh, an undrafted prospect on most draft boards. Now he's solidly in uh, everything, almost every mock seven-round draft, not that those are particularly accurate. Um, and so he's definitely moving up the boards. But, uh, Anthony, as we talked about earlier in the show, they're, they're a little bit hit or miss. I looked up two, and the only three uh, both drafts have four or five guys going that I looked at, but the only three that are on each draft board are Landon Young, Kelvin Joseph, and Jamin Davis from the U.K. football program. I don't know if you have a prediction on how many will actually go, but I think those late rounds will get interesting, and I think Kentucky guys are going to go off the board. Yeah, I, I got what you got. I got a, a, a Jamin and a Joseph. Second round as their as their floor, maybe, maybe soon. I don't know. I think they're. I've seen second rounds with expectations. Wouldn't be surprised if one of them went in the first, depending on need. But like you said, when you're talking about offensive line, when people get pulled off the board and the team is looking to solidify their their team, usually starts up front. So mm-hmm. they they can move up. They can move up uh, drastically. In the draft, if uh, some of the skilled players come off the board that teams are looking for, so you, you're absolutely right. But everything I've heard is sixth round. Now they mm-hmm. both uh, uh, Drake and, and Landis has moved up to, 
the sixth sixth round. I haven't seen anything about Duffy. I'm kind of surprised about that, but kickers really don't get that much of Well, them. it's funny you should say that. I, this morning funny. I looked the NFL draft, uh, NFL.com's mock draft, their seven-rounder. They have four U.K. guys going. They actually have the lowest I have seen, Jamin Davis. They have him going 40th, which is the second round to the Broncos. Um, they have Kelvin Joseph going 46th, then the second round to the Patriots. Then the other two Kentucky players they have being drafted are Landon Young in the sixth round, pick number 208 to the Bears. Drake Jackson also in the sixth round, 215 to the Titans. Um, but I also found a seventh round, seven round mock draft from uh, the Walter football site. And it has Jamin Davis going in the first round, 18th overall to the Dolphins. Kelvin Joseph, uh, lower comparatively to the NFL.com mock draft, him going 69th in the third round to the Bengals. And then the guy you just mentioned, Anthony, uh, actually would be the next guy according to this mock draft, Max Duffy, going in the sixth round to the Browns, pick 211. And then two more guys from UK going off the board in the seventh round according to this mock, Landon Young, 236 to the Bills. And then this is a, a little bit of surprise uh, to me, if this if not that this guy would be picked, that this guy would be picked and others wouldn't, uh, Brandon Eccles actually uh, going 240 in the seventh round to the Eagles. I would be personally shocked, Larry, if Drake Jackson is not selected in the seven rounds of the NFL draft. Um, but that's an interesting kind of mix and I think shows the depth to a certain extent of how many guys really have a solid chance of getting drafted um, next weekend in the NFL draft. Yeah, I know. I had a chance to talk to Landon this week, and he's feeling pretty pretty good. I mean, he said he's heard from a lot of teams after pro day, and talked to a lot of people. But he also said, and I'm sure Anthony understands this, that when he was out in Arizona for those three months working out, that a lot of former players or, or, or a lot of NFL players came in and out of there and were working out too. One of them was Darius Smith, and that Landon talked to quite a few of them, and he said that the majority of them told him. The team that drafted him, or drafted him, they never even talked to. The teams didn't want anybody to kind of know what they were doing, so they didn't always kind of show their hands, so they all kind of encouraged him not to really put a whole lot of stock in who's talking to you and who's not talking to you because the NFL draft's not like college recruiting where they all want to get to know you and, and all like that. They've got enough other information they can sometimes go by, so not to be fooled into thinking that somebody that's talking to you is going to draft, it or draft you or somebody that doesn't talk to you isn't going to draft you, and that's what makes it so, uh, I guess, nerve-wracking on draft day if you're not one of those elite-level type guys. But but Landon's feeling pretty darn confident he's going to be picked somewhere. Yeah, I, and I think he's he's right about that. I, I, his pro day helped him so much and was just so un, unbelievably impressive. Uh, you know, when you talk, the one thing that is often talked about when you look at tackles and offensive linemen overall, Anthony, is uh, length of their arms, and obviously that push is so important to get the defender off. But sometimes when you have long arms, you you lack some strength, and guys with huge wingspan sometimes struggle on the bench press, and obviously that wasn't Landon Young. Oh, yeah, and that's really not the big thing in the NFL. I don't think the offensive linemen are overly strong. Now, defensive linemen are – uh, but like you said, it's the length of the arms and them keeping, and it's really more footwork and speed and everything. But it doesn't hurt for Landon to be a little stronger up. 
up top, you know, throwing bales of hay around. But that that he, farm uh, boy strength, that farm boy strength. We'll, we'll continue talking land, and we got to get to to a break, and we'll also mention the other guys uh, that hope to hear their name called in the draft, and if not, get signed to free agent contracts uh, from UK football. I'm Curtis Birch with Larry Vaught, Anthony White, Bo Robinson. And if you'd like to interact with the show, at Sunday AM Sports is where to find us on Twitter. This is Kentucky Bank Sunday Morning Sports Talk. Country boy can survive. Welcome back in Kentucky Bank Sunday Morning Sports Talk. Curtis Birch, Anthony White, Larry Vaught, Bo Robinson, all with you here today. Last segment of our show as we make way for Darren Hedrick and UK Baseball. They face Alabama in just a few minutes. Talking about the NFL draft, specifically the Kentucky guys that hopefully will get picked. Names not mentioned to this point. Quentin Bohanna, A.J. Rose, Phil Hoskins, and Boogie Watson are all also hopeful their name will be called. And if not, they can uh, sign with some NFL teams. Anthony, who who do you think is the most slept on from this U.K. group of seniors and juniors who declared uh, for this NFL draft? Probably... Uh, I'd say probably uh, Eccles or Drake. I'd probably, probably say Drake more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that the reason I think that you are accurate, and it's some he didn't have any measurables, Larry, at the pro day because he was dealing with some injuries. But I, there's just too much good tape of him. I think for an NFL team to not draft him and. Once he gets into an NFL camp, he just has too much talent and too much football smarts not to make an impact, in my opinion. I think you're right. I think he's one of those guys you have to be around to love. I think whichever team gets him is going to find that out. I think he'll get drafted. I think he might be Mm -hmm. one of those guys that maybe some team has their eye on or some teams have their eye on for later picks that don't really want to give a whole lot away about that and Sometimes you get there, I know where you draft for need. Sometimes you just draft because of who you think a guy can be. And I think with the production that the U.K. offense has had, mm-hmm. and I think Drake uh, was in the senior bowl. I think he made a pretty good impression with guys there. So so I think he's going to get drafted. If, if not, I bet he'll be one of the first undrafted free agents signed. Yeah. But I, I still think he'll get drafted. I do too. So uh, that starts Thursday now that they've moved that up. Um goes through through the weekend as we wrap up the show here speaking of the nfl draft uk sports media or uk um sports network is going to have a bunch of nfl draft coverage i got to talk to jeremy jarman and dusty bonner about all these nfl prospects that are coming from uk football and be sharing those videos throughout the week on the facebook and twitter pages so be sure to be checking those out to get prepped for uh, the draft Anthony, what's going on on the locker this upcoming week? Uh, we're going to get a little bit of draft, uh, talk UK volleyball. Uh, stay tuned. Up and coming couple weeks, we're going to we're trying to get Jack Givens on working on a project. I'm trying to get Jack Givens and uh, Dermani Dawson on as well. Ryan Station connection, so we're trying to get uh, those guys on. So You're going for big time for guests. Big time guests. No, I'm kind of I'm kind of tied in with Brian Station alone, so I'm one of them. Kind of, I'm I'm an adopted. Whoa, son. Larry, 
Can you believe this man? He is he is turning into the Mark Berger of Lexington High School football. He and Lexington High School's athletics. He's talking up all these programs that he's connected with and in with and friends with. I, I, where's the loyalty? Hold on. Hold on. No, <laughs> listen. I said Bryan Station alum. The current Bryan Station situation is not my situation. I said the alum. I am I am directly in uh relation with the with the farm now, Douglas High School. Yeah. So the current program is Douglas, but I'm they, they were getting ready to take the take his Douglas gear back. So I okay, know. you you, you saved yourself a little bit there, Anthony. Okay. <laughs> Larry Vaught, what's going on on Vaught's dot com this week? I may just write volleyball all week, Curtis. I, that's why I've, I've I've really enjoyed this and uh when you get to be my age there's some things you just know you thought you'd never see in your lifetime, and this was one of them. And I think there's—I've always thought there's more interest in volleyball out there than what some others have thought. So mm-hmm. I may just keep writing volleyball all week. I'm actually hoping to talk to Madison Lilly's mom just to kind of go back and do a story with her on looking back because she was a very is a, is and or was and is a very successful high school coach to see how she's kind of charted Madison's career. And I'm probably also going to try to talk to Gabby Gabby Curry's mom or dad because there's a chance Gabby's brother. Get drafted this yeah. week in the NFL draft. Think about that, having a week where your daughter wins a national championship and your son gets drafted. That'd be a pretty good week. Pretty good week for uh for for the uh for that family, uh for certain. So um as we said, speaking of that volleyball, um if you'd like to see it, we'll share the we'll try to share the links on our our Twitter page at Sunday AM Sports. It'll be streamed on LEX um dot com uh, locally the 18 station NBC affiliate and I'll have some stuff on the UK sports network social media feeds as well so exciting day for UK volleyball as Larry said enjoy it because championships don't come around too often so when you get one you gotta you gotta take it uh, Anthony just a minute left but it is NFL draft so I'm gonna get your Quick, just answer, which quarterback, because it sounds like there's going to be 17 first-round quarterbacks drafted if you listen to ESPN, which quarterback's going to be the best as a pro that will be drafted in this draft? Uh, probably Justice. Justin Fields. I don't know why I say Justice. Justin Fields. I was like, wait, did I miss one? Justice. Justin <laughs> Fields. Okay, there you go. That's Anthony. Anthony White's picked for the best quarterback in this draft. Follow us all on Twitter. You can find those links at Sunday AM Sports. That's also where you can find the podcast of the show if you missed any minute of today's uh, show. So check that out. I've been Curtis Birch with Larry Vaught, Anthony White, Bo Robinson. Thanks to him for making it all happen back at the studio. This is Kentucky Bank Sunday Morning Sports Talk. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.